Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for Oingo Boingo boys. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I really think they missed out an opportunity to call it Doctor Stranger, you know? Mm. They Mm. didn't, and uh, made me a little mad. It's okay. I still watched it. I watched it twice. That's right. More than once, less than thrice. Well, I've tried Tyler, to you watch want to tell it. people what these... Oh. <laughs> yeah, you did. How many tickets did you You bought two tickets to this one, didn't you? Two, I bought two tickets. I intended to buy wanna... more, but there was only two that were actually purchased. Do you want to... I mean, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but do you care to explain what happened? or You don't have to. So, okay, I'll explain it. Here's the thing. A little PSA to everybody. Uh, AMC Theaters, or Theaters, is, uh, what's her, who's, okay, hold on. Who's the girl that does the thing that they make movies better? We make movies better. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, where are you from? Are you from Australia, the deep (laughs) south, or nowhere? Because your accent changes 80 times throughout the thing we all hate it we all notice it every single time no matter how few people are in the theater someone it's says so something hard to watch. amc theaters we make movies so better hard. you know it's like, so hard to watch because i know she's from australia but you were right she does not like she has an australian accent for like every third sentence in that intro and it's like wait i don't yeah no it's all over the map it's like it's just pick an Man. accent just pick one just pick one. That's my regret. Just pick an accent and go with it. I learned I learned there's a little spiel they give before the trailers start. I went to see it with a friend. She doesn't see a lot of movies, so we got there, like, early. And I was like, oh, there's a whole before thing. <laughs> I had no idea. Because <laughs> I always show up with, like, maybe one trailer left, if that. Like, I show up right as the movie's starting. It's, it's a great way to live your life. I highly recommend it. But I was like, oh, there's a before thing, too. Are you talking about the, the Maria Menounos thing or whatever, where she talks about the movies or whatever or separate no it's not one of those it's literally just like a spiel where AMC's like alright thanks for coming to the movie theater you get we'll check it out we got trailers here you're at the movies crazy oh, right thing. yeah 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 I guess it's that you know we're like yeah. oh alright I get it so anyway so AMC has started this new thing where they lock the building down for safety right after the first movie has started. And it's supposed to be 15 minutes after the first movie started. Mm-hmm. But sometimes... The last movie, you mean. The last movie, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. But sometimes these 14-year-olds get a little jumpy. And they see me coming, and they're like, this guy, he's here to cause trouble. And they lock me out of the theater. Yeah. And I don't get to see the theater. Or I don't get to see the movie. I've seen mm-hmm. the theater. I don't get to see the movie. <laughs> Just the outside of the theater, though. Yeah once again but here's the other out. thing i think part of it is just the theater we normally go to because we went to the we went way out of our way as we left a garth brooks concert at gillette stadium whoop terrible stadium halfway decent country singer all right <laughs> he just gave away clear, a guitar he was like the highest paid country singer of all time right? he gave that a country. guitar to a, a lady came cody she had a That's sign his thing that she had kept his guitar pick for 30 years or whatever because back when he was like, like it's been butt or when he, like no no it's like when he was first in, touring inside of her person they went to go see in him. the prison wallet Cody let me speak 
they went to go see him he gave this little child a guitar pick all right yeah she cody like you go to see fish or one of these other you know hipster no-name bands you know and uh they she he gave this little girl a guitar pick now this 38 year old woman's like i have your guitar pick and he's like you know what you keep it here have another one have a guitar and i was just like this lady gamed the system like you said it is his thing he gives one away every concert she knew what she was doing right yeah she never had his guitar pick she made it up she had a guitar pick she had a picture she showed it she printed off a huge picture of her getting the guitar pick oh that's pretty cool you can photoshop anything these days exactly that's what i'm saying she probably goes to every concert wearing different outfits and costumes and being like hey look remember i was this person she probably has a whole system she's getting these how much do you think she's selling them on ebay for you know you could probably sell that for how much he's selling the G-Man's guitar? He reminded everybody multiple times that he's the G. It's the G-Man band, or whatever. Um, the G-Man band. He, he's the G-Man, Cody. Garth is his name. It starts with a G. All right. Garth. I mean, the fact that he didn't call his band Garth Vader, like, what is he even doing with his life? You know what I'm know. saying? You know, he. Nobody really knows. We got a lot of problems with Garth Brooks, but that's the main one. So anybody's ever been to SeaWorld and they do the thing where they're like hey look my grandma gave me this seashell necklace and i'm gonna give it to you little girl i got news for you people that guy never had a grandmother and she did not give him that necklace they have a thousand of them on a rack two feet behind him every little kid that goes to these shows gets one of those necklaces i'm sorry to burst your bubble timmy but you're not special all right you got the same thing that we all got. I never got one, though. I was too old, and it would have been weird. It would have been weird if a 20-year-old man was like, give me the necklace. Give me the necklace, Dolphin Master. That's what I should have said. <laughs> anyway, so we went to it. Normal one we go to, This it was not the one we went to because we were trying to get at it. We tried to leave the concert early. Here's the other thing. Here's another testament to how bad Gillette Stadium is. When the concert still has another 20, 30 minutes, and people mm-hmm. are mass exiting, and you can hear people being like, I don't want to spend three hours in traffic again. You have a bad system to your stadium. Anyway, moving yeah. past that. So we got there. Not only were the doors still unlocked at this AMC, Cody, but the concession stand was still open, which I was like, Ooh. concession stand is never open this late. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's just the theater we normally go to. I think they're just yeah. closing it down at like 645. I'm it's just your theater. I think they're like, you know what? Nobody else is going to want to order food from this dine-in theater past 6 <laughs> o'clock, right? Shut it down. No more. They also, one theater, let me tell you, Cody. Let me tell you about the tell situation me. of these AMC theaters in Boston. They, I have been locked out of one. I have had them just be closed, I think, on at least one occasion. I have also had them run out of water. Amazing. They didn't have water, so all their soda machines Fantastic. were not on because they're like we don't have water to the building right now their seats are gross and old and their screens are old and not that clear um so if you're go if you're going to the amc theaters in boston don't go to the ones in boston go outside of boston that's my yeah. recommendation well, so, to you that's so crazy to me too because i always associate amc with like it's a little bit bougie in the other theaters you're gonna pay two or three more bucks for a ticket but it's usually pretty clean, usually pretty well taken care of. Like, you usually don't have issues with stuff. And if there are issues, they usually make, you know, AMC's pretty good. Yeah. 
in my experience. But the, I've you know I've only been in Kansas City and then in like in the West in California and stuff. But yeah, they're nice there. Here's the thing: they don't care about you here, Cody. Nobody cares about you in Boston. All right. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, that's really that's the long and short of it. I went and they had locked the doors, and I was on the outside. And I tried a bunch of the doors. I looked at the teenagers. They all turned their back on me, and I accepted my fate. And I just want to know who is going to cause a scene, cause an issue at a theater that a, that a glass door is going to stop. You know what I'm saying? Good question. Me, apparently. I hear you. You know, I mean, look, if I were a maniac looking to cause trouble, glass is the least of my worries, you know? Yeah. I'd be pleased to see it. I'm like, great, I got I got a warm-up, you know? My warm-up, break open the glass. Now I'm feeling loose and ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really ready to get after the chaos I'm about to make. So, you know, but finally, shout-out to AMC Braintree 10. Hmm. That's the one we hmm. went to. They made it happen. And they had the old, you know, the old red recliner seats that go like all the way back. Mm. So yeah. it's like they're old, but it's like these are the nice old. These are the old that's like don't replace these ones with the new seats because these are nice. Yeah. That's what they had. And I was nice. It was very nice. Wow. Well, good for you. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you got to see it. I'm glad we get to talk about it. Yeah. It's fresh on your brain. Do you want to give us a quick synopsis of Dr. Stranger? So Dr. Strange, he's out. He's doing stuff. He's going. He goes to uh, an event. And then, you know what? Things get strange, Cody. There's a tentacle monster. He's there. He's tearing it up. They save uh, They sa- They save. a girl. Her name is America or Ameriga or Merga or Marissa or something. You know, that's, I just know there's an er and a uh in it all right let's see what is it uh it doesn't say uh america it is america but people seem to say america a lot right what's her name Mm. cody what did you think her name was without looking at it looking it up let me tell you absolutely 100 percent. the first time i heard it i was like she said i'm erica i so i thought she said i am erica i was like great erica and then later they call her america i'm like are you guys idiots she already said her name is erica and then i was like oh no it's america that's cool uh it's like the same thing in star wars when it's like what's your name she's like i'm ray i'm like oh i'm ray that sounds like a space name you're like no 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 i'm ray you're like we need to get better at introducing new names and all look if you're disney you've done it in star wars you've done it in marvel think about it really think about if you've never heard the name before could it be misconstrued as i'm erica i'm ray maybe say my name is ray like there's a lot of ways that look what is your name America Chavez sounds like America Chavez sounds like I'm America Chavez should be, should be my name is America Chavez I don't know there's a something's wrong all right and I just want to know the character's name if they're going to be in the whole movie yeah that's the first rule of screenwriting they tell you uh, so her so, name's yeah. America. America Chavez America. shows up not America as they say so many times America right <laughs> okay um, and so they, you know, they, they're there and then, you know, the multiverse of madness begins, Cody, mm-hmm. you know, that's really what happens is it, they, they start jumping, mm-hmm. they start messing about, mm-hmm. friends become enemies, enemies become friends, mm-hmm. 
you know? And it turns out the real uh, multiverse was the friends we made along the way. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, Tyler, let me tell you. I'll give you my hot take. This was a goodie. I liked it. It is not what some people would have expected. Marvel's, they're branching out. And we got our first spooky Marvel film. And let me tell you, it was a pleasant surprise. I was like, look at them go. They're doing it. I enjoyed the movie, and I would recommend it. What's your What's your first take on it? I think they overused the jump scare, and they didn't earn a single one of them. Oh, that's a hot take. It's a hot take, but I, wow. think I was upset by the end because I was just getting annoyed that I'm like, you're not scaring me. You're just startling me by playing really <laughs> loud noises every few minutes. Like, like nothing like what you're showing isn't that like there was like one or there was like two things i can think of where i'm like that's creepy nothing else was scary it was just very sudden and so Mm. i would jump and i'm like this like somebody's standing behind a child standing behind me going boo would you know they could make me jump too probably you know yeah wow okay okay well aside from the jump scares uh, aside from the jump scares, I thought it was good. It could have been better, but I thought it was pretty good. I feel like it's quality-wise in between a Disney Plus original and a, the other theater-released Marvel movies. Yeah. All right. Um, but I think that's just kind of going to be the quality of the, the Marvel. I think it's starting to feel the pressure of what the comics struggle with all the time, where it's getting a little too convoluted. And they've got yeah. it, but I think it's they're building up to that reset, you know. Yeah, and that's like kind of the same thing they do in the comic storylines. Is like it's got to get out of hand so that we can reset it, and they're mm. building up to that out of hand, and then hit the reset. All right, all right. Well, cool. Is there anything else to say to tee this one up? Are we um, all teed up? I could give you. Um, I grabbed. I pulled three separate. Uh, re- quick little blurb reviews if you'd okay. like from the people that saw the movie with us yeah yeah um you're saying these are people in the theater these were people in the theater like okay. friends of yours or just random just, just people um you're just getting hot takes from yeah i mean i didn't necessarily walk up to them and ask them these were just things that were said you know cool very okay. loudly announced to the group it. Worst Love movie it. ever confirmed. Random guy behind us. Wow. Okay. What's next? Uh, sleepy guy also behind us. Who what fell asleep for most... He snored Just... for most of the movie. <laughs> cool. And then um, better than a Garth Brooks concert. Semi-professional movie reviewer. Is that you? That's me. That's me. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Cool. I will say it was many magnitudes better than a Garth Brooks concert. Or wow. There's some there aren't any Garth Brooks fans. Any any G Man band fans out there about to rip us a new one online, but truth has been spoken. You're out here speaking truth to power. I love it. Look, I went and I saw his show and I ate the twelve dollar hamburger and it was pretty good. You know? <laughs> but Overall, it was like... Uh, Best thing I can say about the Garth Brooks concerts, hamburgers are pretty good. Yeah. 
Gillette Stadium, you, you go. go to their little, little, they got a little shop there. If you're ever in Gillette Stadium, everybody's going to these hot dog stands. Skip past all that. There's like a store that's selling hot chicken sandwiches and wraps and hamburgers with and without fries and cold hey, drinks. They also sell beer. Everybody was waiting in line like an hour to get a beer. They could have walked in here and bought a beer. I don't understand. Anyway, it was, you know, hot tips, all right? All right. Well, let's get into it. I'm ready. All right. I'm, re- I'm, I'm you know, I'm not ready. I don't have the timer pulled up. I know you're not ready, but I gave you a nice little lead in, and now we'll just stew about, you know? Yeah, just. Let's just sit here. Just sit there and wait. Here. Just sit there and silence. All right. The are vibes. you going first? Am I going first? Is that what we've decided? Is that what's happening right now? Or are you going first? I Who's don't know. I was waiting for you to take us there. That's what I was waiting oh, for. Oh, okay, that's right. Hold on, Cody. <laughs> Every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget, you know. It's hard. It's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a new thing. We've never done it before. But, Cody, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Here's I got me and my buddy Frank, Cody. He's he's what we call a minotaur. We're going to hop on his back, and we're going to ride him into <laughs> – we're going to triumphantly – Ride a, a ride atop Frank huh? into Spoiler Town. All right, he's gonna get us nice. there, Cody. He's a big, powerful man, uh, ox thing, mm-hmm. and he's gonna get us in there. All right, you may think that we're not gonna get there, but boy howdy, we're already there. You know, you thought we couldn't yeah. get here, but we're here. All right, do you want to go first? I mean, to go first. Um, I can, I can go first. Preference. I can go first, or you can go first, Cody. Those are the two options. Um, here's the thing. I think I want to go first, uh, because you're gonna rip this movie a new one, and I wanna, I wanna build it up first. You know, let's build it up uh, before we tear it down. You don't wanna, you don't wanna rebut my, my, my critiques. Nah. Right. Nah. Nope. I'm going to go first. That's what I'm going to do. All right. You go then. I'm taking the reins. I asked you, and then I took the reins. And that's what that's what a true leader does. They get the input before they do whatever they want. That's what I've learned from my, you know, all the coursework I've been doing. All right. Now, uh, shut up. Shut your face. I'm going. Number one, I think Sam Raimi did a great job. I was skeptical. I heard Sam Raimi was back in the game, and I was like, you know what? I still haven't healed from Spider-Man 3, and I wasn't ready for it. And I say, well done, Sam. You know, you did a good job. I'm happy for you. I'm glad it was a good one, all right? It starts out, and I was like, you know, it's a brightly lit New York, brightly lit New York and they're in, and they're fighting a monster. I was like, this feels very much like Spider-Man 1 and 2, you know? Daylight shots, we had big square shots pushing in on people, and I was like, oh, this is right. I forgot. <laughs> like, this is where Spider-Man, you know, this was like the comic book movie that, kicked off the new wave of comic book movies, you know? So that was interesting. Let me tell you, Danny Elfman, oh, Boingo, Boingo, for anyone who cares, I had no idea he was, you know, Tim Burton hasn't made a movie lately, so I didn't realize Danny Elfman was still in the game. Danny Elfman did the music for this movie. As soon as his credits rolled, I was like, oh, that's why this score is doing the most. No chill whatsoever. Danny Elfman, what a what a treasure. What a strange man. What a delightful man. John Krasinski pops up in this movie, and I was pleased. And let me tell you, if they don't cast him in the Fantastic Four, what I know they're getting ready to do it. They can't tease us like this to not do it. Delightful. I just like to see that man. I like it when he pops up. I like it when he shows up, all right? Um, here's what I liked about the movie. I think 
I think they had addressed um, Doctor Strange, some of his personality flaws in the first movie, because he grows a lot in the first movie, and I appreciate that they're like, hey, we're going to talk about that. The relationship didn't work out for him, and, you know, let's see. we got to deal with that piece of him. I liked that a lot. I also like that Scarlet Witch, we got to deal with her trauma too, right? Because she becomes the baddie of the movie and she goes overboard. But I liked, you know, I liked that they kind of teed it up with WandaVision and they're like, hey, we're going we're gonna to roll with that. We're going to have her have to come to terms with it. So I liked that that was a big part of, especially the resolution of the movie. Also, it was just great to see Scarlet Witch wrecking people because that's, the, that's what I keep hearing. I don't read the comics, but I hear things from people who read the comics. And Scar- Scarlet Witch, one of the strongest Marvel people out there, right? So it was great to see her tear up the Illuminati, and which, by the way, one of my favorite lines ever in any Marvel movie. And they show up in another universe. They're like, what, where are we going before the Avengers? Or who is this? And I'm like, no, it's the Illuminati. And you're like, oh, this is so great. Made me real happy. Uh, real, real pleased with that one. So I liked it. I liked that part of it. And, you know, another one of my favorite Marvel lines, this one's going to go down in history because <laughs> Doctor Strange does some dream walking he possesses other universes him's dead corpse <laughs> uses it to, to travel into you know the dark hold whatever it's called he shows up and he's like you're gonna have to do more than kill me to kill me this time <laughs> it's like the dumbest line it made me so happy it was so everyone's like oh it was great it was uh delightful i liked the horror vibes just because it was something different and it was like hey would be super scary if your friend became a you know a super powerful super villain and you were just trying to get away from them you know so i like those elements and that's sam raimi's thing right we all think of him as spider-man guy at least i do and we all forget he did three evil dead movies like he was the guy that did the dude with the chainsaw for an arm comedy plus horror that was the whole point of that trilogy or it became at least so I thought it was a good blend for this one. And even especially when you get to the end where there's like the evil spirits that are like, hey, you can't possess this dead body, whatever. Like it was so evil dead. You're like, oh yeah. Sam Rant, that's what he's doing. We just evil dead's, you know, I mean it showed back up, right? Because they did a showtime series, but like, you know, it was just this cult horror comedy trilogy, and now it's coming back into the MCU. Why not? You know? This movie also, perhaps the greatest stinger of all time. <laughs> the end of the movie is Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead. He's no longer cursed to punch himself in the face, and he just says, it's over. That is the end of the credits. Fantastic. I cannot think of a better use of uh, Bruce Campbell ever in any movie. Fantastic. Um, There were a couple... I got a couple things, right? I think at one point, what's her name? Scarlet Witch. There's things that didn't work in this movie. Um, the music fight was awkward for me at the end when it's Doctor Strange fighting another Doctor Strange and they're using music notes to fight each other. I was like, this is not as good as it should be. And that's coming from me, a musician, you know, someone who knows musical instruments kind of and can kind of read some music, right? Cody, so that was one thing I didn't like. Cut you off right there. You cut me off over the because radio. I set the timer for five minutes. And when you said I'm going, yes. cutting you hurts off. me. This is where it happens. This is where you... This is it. You cut off. Now shush your face. And it's time for me to tear this movie apart. I want to remind everybody. Cody, look at me. Make a noise. Say something to me. No. I have the timer. You don't have the timer. When are you going to learn this, my guy? 
I can I edit things. All right, I have the timer. I got four fifty seven, four fifty six, four fifty five. Yeah, that's how it goes, you know. All right, here's the thing, Cody. When say when the at the end there, that's when the guy said worst movie confirmed. Just so you know, that's when that line was uttered to the theater at large. All right, was when he said it's over, and then they're like worst movie ever confirmed and i'm like well i'm glad you confirmed that for us my guy so this is what i find fascinating cody it does seem like the parts that you that you liked and you're like oh yeah that's nice are the parts that i was like you know what i'm saying like eh, i don't really like it so i'll start with here's my main gripe all right i the scarlet witch being like a horror villain and being like so jump scare heavy like towards the end, I was like, "I'm, I'm over this. Like, I'm so done with this. Like, you could have made her creepy, or you could have done the jump scares like built up to them, or had the tension. But there was never like a, a lot of build up to them. It was just like, here's a really loud noise all of a sudden, and it's like, oh, huh? It startled me, Cody. It startled me. The Illuminati. That was dumb. That's dumb. And we know it was dumb. That's what. That's so. It's dumb. And I was like, that's dumb. Then bringing back uh, Professor X, I was like, I love us all about that. I was like, yeah, you got to love to see John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. But at the same time, Cody, has there ever been a time you've seen Mr. Fantastic square up against a supervillain where you've been like, oh, yeah, no, he's got this. Or are you like, oh, what are you doing here, man? Like your your superpower. Let's break it down. Let's break down the Fantastic Four. You've got dollar store Hulk. All right. You've got a girl that can turn invisible and make force fields with her mind, all right? Basically a Mass Effect superhero, all right? You've got the Human Torch, Superman that can light himself on fire, Gumby. Gumby is the final thing, all right? You got Smart Gumby. That's that's all he does. They introduce his power in that Fantastic Four movie with them like, how is he going to get in this room? Oh, I'll stretch my arm underneath the door and open it. It's dumb. Anyway, the Illuminati, I liked that they all got killed. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you the only character in the Illuminati I liked, Cody, I can't remember his name, Black Bolt or whatever. I don't know. I was I was like, oh, man, this guy sucks. He's dumb. And then they did the thing where they killed uh, Doctor Strange in their universe, and they showed his power, and they showed him using it, and they like, he kills him by saying, I'm sorry, and just wiping him out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's actually kind of cool. And that was cool that they did it that way. And then he dies. They all died. And, I, you know, like they introduce uh, Captain Carter by having her just whip a shield at somebody for asking what's going on. And I'm like, that was too much. Captain America wouldn't have just been like, you wouldn't be like, what's going on? And Can you imagine that? Let's roll it back. Let's roll back to Avengers 1. And Loki's like, what's going on? Steve Rogers punches him as hard as he can in the back of the head. Shut up, nerd, right? That doesn't fit with a character. That's what I'm saying. So I, the only thing is that it's got to be British people are more aggressive than Americans, confirmed, right? Americans are paragons of good and righteousness and goodness and good cool guy buffness. And uh, British people are um, aggressive and mean to each other, right? That's what we've confirmed here, Okay. So, but, like, all the jump scares, like, I liked the creepy, like, the Evil Dead stuff that he brought in and, like, all that, thing, like, the, the the spirits and the zombie strange. I liked all that stuff. 
I still, I just didn't like the jump scares. I didn't like, I liked when they were making Wanda, like when she came out of the shield, like she comes out of the shield and she's all like broken and like the grudge, I think is what it kind of looked like, right? And she's like fixing herself from the broken reflection. I was like, oh, this is cool and creepy. But I didn't like, like when they're doing the chase and there's like four sudden appearances of her in a row. The only jump scare that it didn't, it's the only time I didn't jump when it was a jump scare was when she snaps Professor X's neck in his mind. And I was like, now that was cool because she was creepy and there's this buildup of the cloud billowing up and everything and him accepting what was about to happen. And then there's the jump scare. But when it's just moment after moment after moment of her like, hey, I'm here. Boo. Oh, oh, I'm here. Oh, I've got red eyes. Now I don't. Now I do. Now I don't. Now I got eyeshadow. Now I don't have eyeshadow. But my eyes are still red. It's like, God. Sam, who hurt you? Who hurt All right, you? Tyler. I'm going to have to cut you off right there. Um, it's interesting because it seems like we are opposed on exactly what I liked about the movie. <laughs> Fascinating. It was, we, haven't, we haven't had one like this in a while. So I love the Illuminati. You didn't like that? That was a great joke. That was a fantastic joke. I think it's more like it. It's one of the moments where when they said it, I was like, this really feels like a, oh, we're doing a Doctor Strange show where it's like, oh, yeah, it's all the same actors, but you can tell it's like, you know, a tenth of the budget and we don't have any of the same writers that do the movies. And we're just kind of le- like, that's what it felt like when they did that mm. kind of stuff. And I was just like, that's, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, when those Ultron bots came up, I thought they were gonna have it be in one of the universes where Ultron takes over and he's like running mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, um, but that's not what they did. But those were Ultrons. Right. They say Ultron as they're doing it. So it's like right. So obviously the Illuminati. Our problem is not that we have the Illuminati; it's that we don't have the Illuminati, right? Yeah, because they seem exactly. to be doing well. Oh, yeah. I liked that they all died after they were like, we can handle your little witch. Because let me tell you, Cody, this is what I said to Tiffany, all right? I don't like Captain Marvel outside of her movie in any right. forms. She's the worst, yeah. right? She's like, I can. She doesn't want to deal with, like, yeah. It's like, this is. Like, your problem is not a big deal. So I want more uh, movies where she gets got <laughs> after saying that. Yeah. Well, it would be like. It'd be like in our universe if Poland was like, we can handle your little Hitler. You know, you're like, I don't think you understand. We are freaking out because this dude is scary. And they're like, can it be worse than, I don't know, whatever else Poland has dealt with? You know, it's like, no, I think it could be. And I'm telling you it is, you know, so it's just interesting. Like Dr. Strange is literally coming from you. He's like, we also fought Thanos and I am scared of Scarlet Witch. And they're yeah. like, yeah, so yeah. what? You know, It's like, you know, the girl that picked up Thanos and almost crushed him? while he was wearing the fully formed Infinity Gauntlet or something. Or no, I guess he didn't have the gauntlet at that point, but like, yeah. and he had to fire on his own troops to save himself. That Scarlet Witch, she's coming to yeah. kill you. You know, the Man. point that they established in the Loki show is a, like the oh. center point of like all reality <laughs> and creation or something. And like hmm. every, the universe runs through her kind of thing. Right? Yeah. That's who I don't I'm know. I haven't about. seen Loki. Uh, Cody. Yeah, I haven't seen Loki. How have you not seen Loki? Because TV shows are hard to watch. Cody, they have a guy dressed as old school Loki. 
Like old yeah. Loki. It is. It's on my list of things to watch. It's just really hard. Cody, there's yeah. a crocodile with a helmet, and they're like, "We think it's a. It's here, so it's a Loki." And they're like, "How do we know it's a Loki?" And they're like, <laughs> "He's green, and he's here, <laughs> and that's the that's only cool. proof they need." <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I did. I liked America Chavez. I thought she had a good arc. Um, I didn't. I noticed some things watching it the second time, like. For example, because the whole thing is she's like, I can't control my powers, and um, that's part of the resolution. It's Doctor Strange, like, hey, trust in your powers. Like, we're, you're you're capable. You can do it. You know, I didn't even think about like, in the beginning. It shows her, she stomps on the building to make it crumble to help fight the monster. Like, she, so she shows a couple flashes of her being able to control her powers a little bit um, throughout the movie. So I liked that they're like, oh no, they totally led up to that. So that was cool. Something I noticed more the second time. There were a couple things I didn't... Oh, another thing I really liked, and this I only caught this because I just watched the first Doctor Strange right before seeing the sequel. Uh, Rachel McAdams, when she's fighting the demons, she pulls out... I forget what the tool's even called, but it's like the pot with the... It's like a glow, pot with the glowing stuff in it. She uses it to torch the spirits. <clears throat> in the first Doctor Strange, he goes to... Before he knows all his powers, he's like trying to use stuff to fight off people, and like you don't even know what that does, and he like throws it at someone. Yeah. So it was really funny that in this movie, Rachel McAdams like I know exactly what this is, and she like actually uses it for what it's supposed to be for. So I really like that. There are a couple things I didn't like um, that like didn't quite make sense. Like there's a part where that part where Scarlet Witch comes through the gong, right? That like grudge moment you talked about. She totally like dematerializes Doctor Strange's sling ring, which is like a thing in the other Doctor Strange movie too, like don't lose your sling ring because then you're in trouble. So she totally dematerializes the sling ring and then 15 seconds later he's using his sling ring to summon something to fight her. So I was like, wait, we're, like you didn't show us getting a new sling ring? Like there were a couple of inconsistencies like that and another big one was Well, you think he there's doesn't like one have or a two, What's right? that? You do think he doesn't have a sling ring stashed up in the old prison wallet there? <laughs> he should I mean he should but also like America Chavez pickpockets went off him in the beginning and they have to use the other guys I'm just saying if I'm, you know so it's just if I'm these guys I've got like four of them on me because they well, get stolen they should so because they're all over the place it doesn't seem like there's a shortage it's not like a lightsaber or like Captain America's shield where it's like no we don't have the materials to make more it's like no everyone in this temple has one and it seems to be like you'd be like if I lost a pen and I was like oh no it's like well, I can get another pen. <laughs> like, I have other pens around the house. It should be like that. I'm just saying, they really make a point of it. Like, don't lose it. And then he keeps losing it, but then he doesn't actually lose it. So that was... Yeah. And then there's a little bit... There's a couple, like, spots of dialogue where it feels like they trimmed out a few lines and they just didn't have time to rewrite it properly. Like, the big one I noticed was when they first go to Carmitage, right? And so the Scarlet Witch shows up and Doctor Strange, they have to have a little negotiation, right, to see if they're going to give in to her demands or not. And she says something where she's like, yeah, well, I don't trust you because of whatever. And Doctor Strange just, like, turns away from her. It's like, wait, <laughs> the conversation wasn't over. Like, it was a really awkward line to end on, but Doctor Strange is like, all right, it's over. Like, was it? I don't I don't think it was. <laughs> I think you just gave up on the conversation after two. So those are my big, like, nitpicks. I will say, uh, did not like <laughs> looking at Doctor Strange's third eye. I think they did it on purpose. Like, they made it a little bit... It doesn't look super clean, yeah. which makes it more of, like, the uncanny valley. Like, oh, this looks wrong, so it's kind of spooky. 
So they did, and it worked really well for the villain one. But then when he gets it, and that's like sort of the cliffhanger they end the movie on, where it's like, oh, he got the third eye thing going on. Um, I was not. I was like, I'm not ready. If there's a third movie and he has his third eye popping out the whole time, I'm not going to be able to do it. I won't be able to handle it. So not sure where that's going to lead. Don't know how you felt about that. Yeah, it did, It looks like it's too sunken back into his forehead. Almost. Like that's what I thought. I was like, it's, yeah. it's too far in there. It's like deep in your brain, you know? But... Mm-hmm. Is the third eye was open. That's what's important. I did like I. What's really funny, like you talk, you didn't like the music fight, whereas I was like, this is this is like peak comic book, and I was like, this is kind of cool. Like I was like, it's a little weird, but at the same time, I really liked the idea of it. If that makes sense, you know. I like the idea of it, and like Danny Elfman's great composer, but I just feel like they didn't. It wasn't executed well, you know. Like I don't have a problem with the music fight, in general, the idea of it. It just wasn't executed. I don't think very well. Yeah. But it was. I, and speaking yeah. of things out of the comics, I really liked. I feel like they leaned in more to like the goofy side of Doctor Strange, like the strangeness of it. Because like even in the beginning, you know, there's a giant bus coming at him. I feel like in the first movie he would have portaled away the bus. Yeah. Because the first movie was like all portals in mirror yeah. dimension, and then this one it was like I'm gonna make a giant saw and saw the bus in half, and then later like the next thing he summons is like two giant monster hands to like pull a pole out of the ground and stab the guy in the eye. I'm like, this is wacky. I love it. <laughs> but it's like way more zany, like the things he pops up. Like he has like a giant fish monster come and like eat a car that's flying through the air. I'm like, this is great. This is what we should be doing. Yeah. It Think was of the silliest like... or most random possible thing to come out and help you in your, you know. Yeah, it was like every time he did something, I was like, well, that seems like the most extra way you could have solved that problem, right? Like, Yeah. You could. That's what it should be for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, he's the master of the mystic arts. He should be the one doing the craziest stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I yeah, like, I, I don't know. I Speaking of good things, I think the movie had, like, some good themes, right? Like, America Chavez had to overcome her fear, right? Because when she's afraid, that's when the portal opens up. And so, like, well, can we hone your powers? Can we master it? And she learned to trust Doctor Strange, which is cool. And Doctor Strange kind of mastered some personal demons and... I like that he fixed the broken watch that he got from Christine in the first movie and um, was kind of ready to move on. And yeah. I like those elements of it. My one big question is, hey, what's what's happening to Scarlet Witch, you know? Ain't nobody believe she went down with the fortress, right? Or do you? That's my question. What's what's up next? Because, number one, did she go down the fort with the fortress? Number two, uh, she kind of just murdered a bunch of people throughout the multiverse. So are we yeah. just cool with her now or are we not first she did the stuff she didn't want a vision next she did this it's like all right what are we we cool we cool bro we cool yeah she killed the illuminati so it's fine everybody everybody doesn't like the oh illuminati, yeah you know so who cares yeah that's that point, true. you know here's the thing all right just a psa to all you superhero groups out there you gotta stop being like this man could destroy you by doing this thing Especially to someone whose main power is their ability to warp reality. When it's like, mm-hmm. all he has to do is say a thing, and you're gone. It's like, well, I'm going to twiddle my fingers here and take away his mouth then. Mm-hmm. That seems like the easiest fix here. I could just twiddle my fingers and all of you would disappear forever and never have existed. Right? Like, it does seem like you guys are bad at this. Yeah. It's like, this person has murdered people and robots to get to you negotiation should be off the table at that point 
Yeah. It's like if someone breaks into your house and they're over you with the axe that's bloody with all of your neighbor's brains, right? You don't say, well, man, let's discuss this for a second. Let's talk about what you're doing. Let's let's analyze your behavioral thoughts and, like, your emotional intelligence that led you to here, right? Cody, you're, you know, you're a master of emotional intelligence, as I've, as yeah. I've recently learned, you know, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that, right? Right, right. I wouldn't. <laughs> you flick him in the sack and dive out the window, all right? That's the Bound. flick, dive. The go-to move, sack flick. Yeah. That's what I would do. You know, we want to hit it so it's like a speed bag. You know what I'm saying? Because the guy's naked. There's no, nobody's axe murdering <laughs> a street with their clothes on, right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure. I'm glad we See, the people at the theater, they shouldn't have been afraid for you. Well, let me ask you this question, Tyler. Were you naked when you approached the doors of the theater that locked you out? No, I mean, they might have let me in if Because if you were naked, fair play. They're allowed to ignore you. But if you're wearing clothes, then you're obviously not a psycho. I did have right? clothes Those on. Those are the rules. Well, yeah, there you go. So, hmm. maybe Weird. if I was naked, then they would have let me in. Maybe. The rules are different up here in the Northeast, you know? That's what I'm learning. You know? You know, the, this whole problem, this is all I'm saying, people. Like, up here, you know, in the Lord's country, we knew, <laughs> we know how to solve these problems. We dealt with the witches... We were like, look, there's a witch issue here. We're going to solve mm-hmm. it. We dealt with it. Now, you know you know what I've never had to deal with on my way to work? Scarlet Witch, you know? And yeah. That's, that's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, you know, if the rest of the country would have just stepped up and taken care of this. But no, we just got a little safe haven up here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. You, you burn a few abuse. Burn a few school teachers, it goes a long way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look, all you know, school teachers, I'm sorry, but, like, you know how to swim, and you uh, can add numbers more than your fingers, so you're a witch. And I, I'm sorry, but that's just how it goes. That's fair to say. No one's arguing the point there, all right? I think any reasonable person gets that. Yeah. So how did you feel about uh, Professor X making his triumphant return? Not only making his triumphant return, but also in the classic yellow, awesome floaty oh, yeah. wheelchair with the 97 cartoon soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Theme on no, it. I was really, when he, when he rolled up in the yellow, little yellow guy, I was like, oh, yeah. And you heard that, this is what's up. You're like, yeah, it was good. I really, I really like that scene of him in the, of him in the what do you recall it in his brain in his brain tomb in his brain folds i liked that one yeah yeah oh yeah i don't know you say that they didn't earn some of the jump scares i thought i mean that one was obviously the most earned when she pops out of the um the rubble that was a good one and the one that falls up right after is great i don't know i thought the music was real i thought danny elfman did a great job with like the suspenseful music when all the scarlet witch music i thought was really good and did a lot to build the suspense for me. 
I also saw it in IMAX, and there was a ton, a ton of the movie in IMAX. I thought in, in like the extra tall ratio, I yeah. thought it looked really good on the screen. So I don't know if that made a difference, but I saw it in like the premiere seat in the premiere theater. So for me, I thought they were pretty well earned. And also, I liked there. I think I counted like four solid jump scares, and that was about it. And I think that was the right amount. I think if they had gone a little less or a little more, a little more especially, then I would have, you know, I would have gotten a little wary, but. Yeah, the scene where they have to cover up the puddles, I thought that was a really good one. I, I like running through the tunnels too, but I think the Professor X one was my favorite with the, you know, the fog and the music. I thought that all worked well. Yeah. So. But I, yeah, I mean, the parts that I didn't like was just like, so I liked the puddle. I liked them covering up the reflections because I felt like that stuff where it's like, oh yeah, we're, we're pulling in some of the like horror elements here and it's cool. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's, the thing that got me wrong was the amount of times like I feel like when you have like 10 times where the character just like snaps into frame and about half of those it's like they didn't snap into frame you just cut to them real fast they walked slowly into the room and then you cut to them real fast and played a real loud sound it's like that's not really a jump scare that's just saying hey she's in the room now it wasn't mm-hmm. like she couldn't get into the room. It wasn't like the room was in lockdown. It's just like she was in that room. Now she's in this room. And I'm like, that shouldn't that shouldn't have been a jump scare. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like when they're in the tunnels I would have so like that one I was starting to get annoyed with the jump scares because I feel like during that chase there's like six of them and I'm like what the, there's no need for this. You did the jump scare when she appears and then have it be the suspense of her chasing them and just blasting through this stuff, you know, and being this, like, Terminator-esque figure. And then when it's like the, why did she stop? Where is she? And then you have the jump scare of her suddenly being there. But I feel like there's so many, like, where is she? Oh, she's still behind us. You know, like, that shouldn't have been a jump yeah. scare. That, that, of course she's still behind you. She's chasing you. That's how that works. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. It's fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm also glad that Rachel McAdams was able to do the movie. Because at first I was like, oh, she just showed up for a day of shooting. She did the wedding and she's like done. So it was cool that they met up with another Christine in the movie and she got a bigger part in it. Although I will say, here's a tip for you kids. If you have a bad relationship or you have a relationship that never panned out or, you know, maybe you you messed up and you need to bear your soul and make amends in some way. It doesn't count if you do it to someone in a in the multiverse. Yeah. Like if you didn't treat Christine right and then you meet Christine in the multiverse, apologizing to her is not the same thing. <laughs> like he's like, "Yeah, okay, I get it. I'm glad that you had the revelation. You learned something about yourself and you're going to be better." But, you know, if there was another Christine that you need to make that right with, too. You know, it's fine. But I'm just saying it doesn't count. Yeah. It counts for him learning something. doesn't count for making amends. Am I wrong here? Am I off base? No, I mean, you're Look, right. Look, we've all, we've all made mistakes, and we've all been in the multiverse. Right. But you can't just go to someone else's universe and make things right. you got to go back to your own multiverse and make things right. That's what I'm saying. Right. And I agree with you. You better. Uh, here's the thing, Cody. Th- th- I don't know why this made me think of it, 
but it did. All right. I want to know who blabbed. Cody, who talked? All right. That's the age old question. Who talked? Mm-hmm. Who is the scumbag that went back to Earth and immediately was like, guess what, everybody? It's Doctor Strange's fault. You know, sure, the entire force of the Avengers was surround, was laid around trying to defend the final stone, and Doctor Strange only gave up the second to last stone, and we had already, um, through our own failings, surrendered two or three of the other stones. But really, at the end of the day, it's his fault that Thanos won. If he hadn't given up the thing, we everything would be fine. Who did it? And I'll tell you who. It was Tony Stark. And you know what? He got what he deserved. That's what I'm going to say, Cody. He made his amends. All right? He got what he deserved it. All right? Who else would have yeah. been and be like, it's his fault? All right? That's who true. Who else would have done it? Uh, <laughs> it's also funny because he's like, let me ask you a question. Is that? You know, it's just, it just like, that how I had to go down. It's like, dude, say, look, your universe was saved, man. Are you saying, are you going to complain about the way they did it? <laughs> it? Yeah, it wasn't ideal. You still saved, you know, the saving of the universe happened. And we need to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> like, I don't, it's just funny to me to be like, well, you have to do it that way. Yeah. But who told him, Cody? Who told him? Yeah. That, I mean, look. We got in trouble with the whatever accords, and there's look, they've got body cams now these days, and you gotta go. There's a trial that's gotta happen. You gotta go before the council and give your account. You know, body cams, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tony Stark's out here. Tony Stark. Okay, it is Tony Stark because he's a narc. Stark the narc. We all call him. That's what we've always called him. Yeah. He's giving out all this tech to everyone, and you know for a fact there's surveillance stuff in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's got eyes and ears on everyone. He's got dirt on everyone. That's why he needed to die. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They had to take him down, you know? That's why I think he didn't really make the snap. Uh, Black Thunder Fork Man, what was his name? Black Boy. No, I don't know. Black Is Bolt? it Black? I, Black Bolt sounds pretty right to me. I am, I am checking... Um, there's Ultron, there's Black Bolt. So Black Bolt, I think Black Bolt, you know, he's the one that he took him out. He took out Tony Stark. Tony Stark got his hands on the, the Black Hold, the Dark Hold, Dark Hold. That's what they called. And, uh, you know, they had to take him down. I hear you. So, I will say, I know you had some beef with the writing a little bit. But let me tell you. I thought it was good. The writer writes for Rick and Morty. He wrote Loki, uh, something called Heels, which is a TV show I haven't seen, and then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So he's my kind of guy. It's my vibe for writing, I would say. So look, you just lauded Loki for their quips. It's the same quipper. Same exact quipper. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm looking to see, did he write all of it? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Uh, created, so no, he wrote two episodes, Cody. He of what? Cre- he, it says he's the creator, but he was only the writer of two episodes of Loki. So he's the showrunner, though. Yeah, but that doesn't count. 
It's the man. They can, don't even have the episode names for the first six episodes on IMDb. You know what? CBS. He wrote a glorious purpose, and he wrote for all time always. All right. Hmm. Cody, what you don't understand is there's a crocodile that they're not even sure is a Loki. It's small, too. It's not a big crocodile. It's a little guy, all right? And he bites yeah. somebody, and that's all it takes to convince one of the people that it is Loki. Because he bites them. He betrays them after earning their trust. And they're like, obviously Loki. Obviously. I gotta watch Loki. I know I have to, but it's just too hard. It's the best Stranger of the Things shows. is about to drop, and I'm like... I'm gonna tell you right now, Cody, that. it's better than Stranger Things. I hear ya, but I'm, my thing is I'm obligated. Just for you know, Cody, I can tell you right now, I've never watched Stranger Things, and my life's better for it. You know, it's nice. I've never watched it. Why? Because I don't need. Sam Raimi's career is all over the place. This man, he made Evil Dead. Everyone was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Then he made some more movies. Then he made Evil Dead Two, and he's like, J.K., this is what Evil Dead is. And then, Dark Man's supposed to be kind of good. Army of Darkness. Quick and the Dead. Look at his filmography. And then he drops Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. And then that's when everyone turns on him. And then well, he did Drag Me to Hell, which has yeah. decent reviews. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oz the Great and Powerful. You're not. Is that the one? No, that's not. Uh, did TV for a little bit for a spell. Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is supposed to be a very good TV series. Showtime, I think. The Stages of Fright. Oh, so we did a spooky show. And now he's back with Doctor Strange. Do you think this puts Sam Raimi back in, back in the movie directing seat? Or are we still banishing him to TV? What'd you say? Nah, you know. Here's what I, Here's the thing about Sam Raimi. I um, <clears throat> I was like Spider Man guy. Then he pops up randomly in Chef Show, which makes a lot of sense now since he that's John Favreau's thing, and um, now he's in. Now he's an MCU director. Um, I was not ready for like. I, I, how do I describe accurately what he looks like? Because he kind of rolls up. Like Chef Show is like literally just the dudes who made the movie Chef, and some they cook stuff, and sometimes people pop up. And he like walks in, is like, "Hey, what's up?" And they're like, "Oh, hey, Sam, what's up? We're just making this stuff." He's like, "Oh, huh?" And they're like, uh, "Do you want to help us crash some garlic?" He's like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> and he just like. I was like, who is this guy? I was like, oh, this is the guy who made Spider-Man. And he looked, he's so pale, he's so frail. Like, he looks like one of those sick kids. You know those kids who are always sick and, you know, they're only at school half the time because they're not well enough to be there and they're allergic to sunlight? That's what he looks like. And I just didn't expect it. But I still, I think he did a good job. I think he made a good one. I think Marvel has to keep it fresh if they want to keep making movies at the rate they're at. They gotta do funny ones, they gotta do scary ones, they gotta do action-packed ones. You gotta do all the flavors. I need, here's what I really need. I need MCU relationship movie. I need a love story, because we haven't done that. Maybe maybe Thor, Love, and Thunder will deliver, but we just haven't done that yet, right? Because it's always like, it's so much angst in relationships. Nothing ever works out, and I get that it's hard to be a superhero, but you're telling me we can't do it? I want a hard romance with a, like one fight scene with superheroes, that's what I I'm telling you, they got to keep it fresh. This is what they got to do. Well, I feel like you know your your prime candidate for that would have been 
WandaVision, but they're like, you know what we should do? Blow up Vision's head for no reason. Yeah. And then blow it up and then crush it after we blew it up. Yeah, Vision was a great character. That is a bummer. Yeah. We all know Paul Bettany's good in everything. Everything. Every movie he's in is top-tier A-list movie. Can we confirm that together here, Cody? <laughs> yes? No, we cannot. We agreed on it. I'm we can't we do it until we review Legion. Like, I gotta tell you. Just accept that it's good. Just well, go. Was Legion... Legion wasn't the one we watched, right? Right. All right, cool. We watched Just Priest. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Here's the difference, Cody. In Priest, he plays an, uh, a priest. In Legion, he plays an angel. Maybe. Right, right. right. Based on the poster, he plays an angel. But that could have been misled. I, I, you know, could have been uh, misled. I don't know. You know? For some reason in my brain, Constantine and Legion get mixed up a lot. I mean, how does that make sense? <laughs> Stop. There's too much. It's too much of the same thing. Constantine's Man. a comic book movie, Cody. You know? When's that coming back? I don't know. Keanu's... We're in the middle of the keanu so could be any day now did you see that thing where they asked keanu reeves if he could remake it or like bring back any of his movies for a remake oh i did i think i did see that and he said yeah. constantine and they were like you know you say it they're gonna do it and he's like i've tried they're not going to do it you know people yeah. people of the multiverse rise up you know here's the thing here's what it, here's what's really happening if we can just get rid of Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, then it'll happen. They're the main. They're the two people stopping it. I feel it in my heart. Yeah, everything that, that makes us happy, right. like if we can get rid of them and bring in the Illuminati, everything will be good. You know, get bring in Black Bolt. All right, have him run things. Let's do it. I'm all about it. He can give big speeches. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you do it. You just have him infiltrate organizations, right, and then get up to the podium to give a, a speech, and then that takes care of all the people in that organization, right? We've nailed it. Mm-hmm. That's how the Illuminati takes over. Boom. Yeah, that's true. They got Mordo, everybody's seventh favorite master of the mystic arts, who got one post credit scene, and then we all forgot about him. Yeah. He's going to come back. Uh, maybe probably not though they've kind of moved past his tier of bad guys so uh maybe not but maybe maybe not maybe you know maybe this will be a mordo renaissance you know um could be i yeah i was surprised i don't know what's gonna happen because it was such a big thing it really was. Like the end of Doctor Strange one was like obviously Mordo's the next villain. And then they're just like, Oh, never mind. So is that gonna be in the third one? Is that gonna be a thing? Or is it not? I don't know. Who knows what well, Feige has The thing is they were like, Oh, he's cracked, he's doing his thing. But then Doctor Strange says something like, Did they kill Mordo off screen in the in the six one six universe? Like did Doctor are they gonna be like, Oh yeah, no, Doctor Strange already defeated him. 
you just didn't see it happen. And it's like, what? Yeah. Okay. Could be. That's cool. I mean, I it's fine. Tyler, I feel like, I feel like we let ourselves down here. We're, we always talk about these Marvel movies way too long. And I feel like this one, we just went in and out. Did we miss anything? No, I liked the star on her powers, though. I'd say that. That's the one thing. I liked that imagery, the consistency of that. I thought it, thought it was dumb, then I thought it was cool. And then I stayed thinking it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 you know what yeah. was always dumb, though? What? The Illuminati. No, is the best part. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying it is dumb. Cody, I have a show. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called Tyler's Trash, where we watch terrible movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of that. Um, and we review them. And that's a real Tyler's Trash move right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a... Well, that was stupid. That was pretty cool, though. Um, I didn't see much trivia for this one. I did see one that was interesting. So Scott Derrickson directed the first Doctor Strange, and he was set to return, but they had some creative differences, so he stepped down. Ooh, not the creative differences. But he is the executive producer of this. We so. all know creative differences means, Cody, means sex scandal. He Sorry. is him and John Krasinski... Anson Mount, just two and a half beautiful men. I don't know. How is the is the original director a beautiful man? Let me check. Let me confirm. Alright. Cody, you stay right there while I look this up. Mm-hmm. Scott Derrickson is uh I'll give it two and three quarters, beautiful men. You know? Okay. All right. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, two thirds. Yeah. Just just looking at this picture of Mads Mikkelsen, though. It's, you know what? Let's bring him into the mix. All right, let's bring him into the sex scandal. Can we? Can I have? Can I get your? Can I get an okay on that one? Can I get a? Uh, yeah. I mean, get, I wouldn't allow it if he wasn't in there. To right. be honest, kind of a deal breaker now that you mentioned him. Yeah, like he needs to be in it. He needs to be in everything, really. Yeah. Well, Tyler, are you ready to slap a rating on this guy? I'm never ready, Cody. You always ask me. I know you're not ready, but I'm asking. I just begging, pleading. But I don't want. Okay. Um. Do you know what grade you're gonna give it? I'm torn. I know the range I'm going for. Okay. I'm gonna do it quick, like a band aid. I give it a C plus. C plus, yeah. Wow. I love Doctor Strange, but I think that almost is a detriment to it that I like the character so much that I feel like I'm like, eh. It was just it was okay. That's the thing. How'd you just, feel about the first one? What would you have rated the first one? Uh, first one, I would go B plus to A minus, maybe. Kind of depends. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at with this one. I don't know. I did enjoy it like quite a lot. There's things like a nitpick, so I wouldn't go higher than an A minus. I'm torn. I don't know what to say. Yeah, like I'd say it's, it's pretty. I'd say it's pretty good to good, or you know, or like oh, you know, like okay, good, okay, you know, what I mean, to good. I would never be like, oh, that movie was awesome, but I mean, like, it's not. I'm, you know, I don't think it's the worst movie confirmed. I don't think it's the worst Marvel movie the MCU worst MCU movie you know like I just think it's 
don't know what to rate it. This is hard. When I walked out of the theater, I wanted to give an A minus, and I think you just you you pulled me down. You make me want to go down a half step. Don't it's don't hard. fight your. I'm gonna live. For me. No, I'm gonna live my true authentic self. Um, this one's an A minus for me. Yeah. It wasn't like an A or an A plus where it was like no outstanding, but I thought it was very good. I really liked it. I part of the reason I guess is just because it was different, and I think they pulled off the horror plus some comedy vibe, and that's not easy to do and has some strong themes yeah i'm gonna give it an a minus it could have they could have fixed tweaked some things and got me up they didn't do that a minus i did it c plus i think man it's pretty low i think the thing that gets me more than anything else is there the jump scares happened often enough and were like i felt like cheap enough that it started to get annoying by the end of the movie, and that's what hurt it the most. Mm. Like, when I'm sitting there and I'm like, I know there's going to be a jump scare here. There's nothing indicating there's going to be one. It's just about time for another jump scare. You know, like, it's very formulaic in how they were timed and where they were placed, and I was just like... Like, by the time, that towards the end, when I knew it was coming up, I was just like, I just I just don't want to get startled here. And so I was yeah. like, I don't, there's nothing I can do to stop it because the loud, sudden noise is going to make me jump. We can all agree, though, zombie Doctor Strange, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Just delightful. And I think that's the thing, too. You kind of, if you're the person that can appreciate horror and appreciate comedy, like, and the intertwining of the two, I think it's a great movie. But like the guy who said worst movie ever confirmed, if those aren't your vibe, if you showed up for Captain America, kind of thing which is like no i just want a straightforward like superhero movie give me that something serious like this is not it right but i'm the kind of person that i like that stuff i like when you can take a genre throw some comedy in there and, and kind of do both at the same time yeah. it, it is a little bit zanier than the first one and a little more off the wall so if that's not your kind of thing then i could see how someone wouldn't like it but i did i thought it was great yeah i mean i'll I'll end up probably watching it again whenever I do like a full this phase rewatch kind of run through, you know, like yeah. after a game. But it's, such a, it's like you could have done them just a little differently. Yeah. You know, um, what else is I guess before we before we wrap up, what else is coming up in MCU land? Um, Isn't there a show that's coming up? It's, it gets so complicated with the. Here's what's important, oh, Cody. Gosh. I signed up for uh, Apple TV Plus for the dinosaurs, okay? For the dinosaur show. Um, it's, I mean, it's a garbage service. Let's be real. I'm calling out Tim Cook right now. Fight me. Your streaming service is trash. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I've been really caring about right now is I just want to watch the dinosaur thing. And I'll tell you right now, all the other stuff I leave it going. But Apple TV Plus, if they don't immediately have something for me to watch afterwards, it's getting canceled so fast. Like, yeah, I hear. You. Get so, on that Ted Lasso train. So mad. Um, Get on it. Um, so all right, here's what I got coming. Yes. Thor: Love and Thunder drops in like a month or two. July. Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Miss Marvel. June eighth. Um, Ant-Man, Quantumania is next year. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is next year. Marvels is next year. 
It says there's another one slated for 2023, but it's untitled. So curious where that's at. Fantastic Four's TBA. Did you say she got some shows? Uh, now I'm doing that was the movies the shows we got Miss Marvel like you said is about to drop in June She-Hulk is August What If has another season come in there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special Secret Invasion Agatha House of Harkness in the future Armor Wars Echo Ironheart Wakanda series at some point too I do like the Marvel shows but I don't know I feel like WandaVision was awesome Falcon Winter Soldier was like good, but it wasn't like anything special. Loki Effort is great. Hawkins was really good. Moon Knight, I I really enjoyed Moon Knight, but I didn't think it was like as good as WandaVision. So, you, Cody, I'm gonna know. tell you right now. What's you, up? You've got to watch. Loki's like way closer to the movie level quality than any of yeah. those shows. I've heard it's the best one of the ones that have come out. People like blown away by WandaVision, but then Loki came out, and they're like, actually, I think Loki might be a little better. So. So, I hear that. I see it. I'm trying to um, see what's I'm the, gonna how did you get best. how far did you get before you uh you said there was one that wasn't cuz I've got all I've got titles for all the ones I found. See so Guardians of the Galaxy, The Marvels in That's about the movies. July. The yeah. Marvels, Fantastic 4, and then I have two untitled, one for 23, one for 24. So this list doesn't show any for 24, but there is the so it ends with The Marvels and then every or yeah that's a show and then everything else is undated but i don't know when this was last updated this is as of five days ago on cnet is what i'm looking at oh cnet gross love cnet wow my question is like with avengers it was like a big avengers you know avengers one was like hey we're doing it we're in we're all connected now this is a big deal and then Avengers Endgame was like, hey, end of an era. We did high fives all around. Now we got some other stuff coming up. So is there going to be another kind of Avengers? I mean, I don't see any Avengers thing, so I'm, I'm just wondering, like, are they going to tie these back together in some big plot, or are we kind of just off on our own thing now? Like, is there ever going to, you know, are they going to wrap back? Or, isn't there supposed to be, like, an Avengers 4 or Avengers 5? Or, you know, are we ever going to get back into that team play thing, or is it? doesn't seem like any of these are going to tie much into that. Well, I feel like... It's all going to be, hey, one or two people might pop in, but... Eternals is what they did to set up, you know, the at least the I, the possibility of a, uh, a big, like, multi, like a big team movie, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's the one where they had the big... Uh, the big bad guy, right? Yeah. Was that Galactus... Was that who their like that. their their master dude was? Something like that. The blip. Remember, Ar- Arisham. That's who it was. Mm. But I think like the they like I've seen some stuff where it seems like that's where they're gonna end up is at Galactus because I think Galactus is a celestial. So them inter- introducing those. Yeah. Um. And his whole thing is because then they can bring in Fantastic Four because he's like a Fantastic Four main villain, mm, yeah. Um, and he's the kind of person that like they villain that they would need the big extended universe to fight. So, it would, mm-hmm. but they can't. There's so many new characters now that even with the few that have been killed off or kind of retired, like it'd be very hard to do a movie with everybody. Like, you'd have to do multiple movies with, like, 
plus with doing the shows too like it is branching out in so many directions so it's like are you gonna bring the show people in or not yeah yeah it's getting it's getting complicated i do you think they're losing steam or are they staying strong for me i'm still enjoying all the movies they put out like this is one for you right that this didn't rank up with the last couple we've done like shang chi and eternals probably you'd say outweigh on outweigh this one would you say yeah um i liked eternals because it was different and i just think shang chi was i liked it i think i think well it was done. a better yeah, movie yeah. i like shang chi a lot but I'd, i would also put shang chi as like one of the better mcu movies it was very good yeah i put this Spider-Man one no way home was awesome yeah no way home was good so i'd say as far as like multiverse movies so they've put out three multiverse things because loki deals with a little bit with the multiverse um that's how you get the crocodile cody the loki crocodile Mm, he's green cody he's green and he's here um and he's got a hat he's got the horn hat what more do you need yeah uh I'd say this is probably the, in my opinion, the weakest of the three things that they've done that deal with the multiverse. Mm. Between Spider-Man, No Way Home, Loki, and Multiverse of Madness. Now, it's hard because like Spider-Man has the nostalgia factor because it draws from all the Spider-Man movies from the last twenty years. So it's like, in fact, a huge wallop multiverse-wise because you're like, oh, we're paying off all these storylines that we wish we got to see more of. You know? Yeah. And it was Whereas this is like it's all stuff we don't care about, right? Like no one no one cares about the Illuminati. Even though it's fun to see, it wasn't like oh these are oh I can't believe it. I finally gotta see a movie with Professor Action. Like, yeah, we've seen a bunch of movies with him, you know, like he's been all over the place and there were new people you know, it just wasn't the same as dropping Toby and Andrew Garfield into a movie together. Yeah. This very much felt like I think they pulled too much from that like what if show because it's like you did this but you did all this cool stuff but you did it in another universe so it's like why should I nothing matters they all died so it's like Mm -hmm. you did all this thing where you're like everybody wanted this you know everybody wanted you know uh, Krasinski as 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 Mr. Fantastic and they wanted Professor X in in his yellow thing and all that but it's like yeah but you did it in a universe that's like gone now like they're all dead right so who cares at some point you know but so i mean i think it's fun the thing that i took away a lot from it was i haven't seen anything of uh up to this point of thor love and thunder and i finally was tricked by the theater into watching a a trailer for it and Mm. i was like oh this looks awesome and I'm yeah. very excited about it now. Well, Taika Waititi hasn't made a whiff in a long time. He's on a really hot streak. Like, everything he's touched has been really good lately. So, yeah. So, I'm excited for that. And I'm absolutely not excited because I was trying to be kind of excited and not watch anything. But they also showed the new Avatar movie trailer. And I saw it. And I was just like, oh. I, I just was like, I was like, I. It's not like I'm like, oh, why would they do this? Like, so, like, th- okay, there were three couples in the theater, by the way. It was us, mm. Snorri guy, worst movie ever guy. <laughs> um, and so, like, 
worst movie ever guy was very loudly like what they're what they're bringing i'm like how they've been planning to bring this movie back for 20 years dude where have you been all right like they're making 80 of these things how have you like first off if i don't understand people who are like that care that much about the movie it's fine it'll it's here's what i'm thinking cody in my brain this is going to fund another night a really high quality james cameron ocean documentary and that's what i'm excited for he's going to be able to have his own fleet of ships after this one you know oh yeah for sure like it's it's exciting to even hope and dream about it you know i did think it was funny that it's like these movies are obviously just to fund his obsession with the ocean so they're just going into the alien ocean <laughs> and I was yeah. Like, oh yeah we all know what he's about i think if you give james cameron the opportunity he would be a merman you know he would absolutely trade his trade his life to live in the sea and yeah. here's my question why didn't we get james cameron to make the aquaman movie that's the real that is it's, honestly like that's a no-brainer aquaman looked good honestly it did yeah. imagine how much better it would have looked if it was a james cameron movie it would have been a lot better you're right you're right and i don't i'm mad about it now yeah i will say this movie is better than aquaman probably but not by much and i think that's a problem and i I really like Mm. aquaman but i feel like it's not much better whereas all the other mc movies are way better than Aquaman. yeah aquaman is more on the level of like oh yeah i was happy to see that it's good yeah not gonna complain about it i liked your idea of recasting amber heard as king shark it's not really your idea it's a meme you sent me but i'm gonna say it's your idea yeah to your idea Thanks. original idea by you oh no <laughs> oh no you're, you're making me plagiarize yeah. it feels so wrong but also really good yeah wouldn't it yes but let's let let's make them team up so right oh man i would love that well everyone needs to just go the you know everyone needs to go the taika watiti route forget your aspirations for having a serious straightforward movie Make it fun, but also throw a little character development in there, and you got a great movie. Do something zany, do something wacky. Make it throw Jeff Goldblum in the mix. Recast Amber Heard as the King Shark dude. Like, great. We've immediately improved the movie. Yeah. I love how Warner Brothers was like, "All right, everyone's mad at Amber Heard. We'll cut her part down." Like, that's not what everyone was mad about. <laughs> no one was mad that she had too much screen time. It was mad that she had any screen time. <laughs> It's so funny to be an executive. You're like, well, this will make it better. And it's like, nope. People that are super mad are still going to be mad. I don't understand. Well, I think she is completely out of the movie now. But I don't. I, now? She now. is? Last I heard, they just cut her screen time from like 20 minutes to 10 minutes or something. We're like, okay, but does that fix anything? If anything, that just makes the movie's going to make less sense. Now. I don't understand. <laughs> this is just going to make it worse. Here's the real solution hmm. the only solution there is. All right. It's a recast. Yeah. We take, mm-hmm. we get you, we get every, we get him a bright red wig. Throw it on Johnny. Yeah. Throw it on Johnny Depp. He now plays oh, Water Lady, whatever her name was. That's what's up. Yes. Recasts her character as Johnny Depp. Here's the thing, okay, Cody. I wanted to wrap it up, but I just I need everybody to hear this thing because I'm gonna call out. I believe it was Looper or one of those sites. Let's call them all out because they all had what things like this. There's an interview a while back uh, as, like, the trial with with Johnny Depp and everything was going down and starting. 
where they asked Jerry Bruckheimer, all right, what's going on? What's going on with, uh, with Johnny and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? And the direct quote, which I'm like, you got to misquote him if this is what he says, right? You have to. There's no way you can't actually use this quote, is at this time we have two movies that are planned. Right now he is not planned to be in either one of them, but plans change. So of the two we're doing, he's not in them, but that could change. The next thing they say is, we know Johnny's never coming back to the series. That is confirmed beyond question. You know, and then they like requote him as he's not in the movies. And I was like, here's what you do. You do his quote and you say, we asked him, is he in the movies? There are no plans to have Johnny Depp at in the movies at this time. And then you cut off the, but plans change part just a little. It's not very ethical, it, you, but you let's be real, Cody. Nobody that writes for Looper has any journalistic integrity. They're yeah, vultures of people, right? They're the worst of the worst, right? They're yeah, people yeah. that are too lowbrow to write for TMZ. That's what it is. Okay. Uh-huh. So those people, they don't care. So I'm just like, don't properly quote a dude who is disproving what you're going to say right after what you quoted him saying. All right. But Johnny did say not for like a ridiculous amount of money and a million llamas or alpacas. So, you know, mm. Disney's going to have go. to bust out for two million alpacas. You know, I'm just My, you make a lot of alpaca jerky with that. Tell so you. much. Enough to get you through the winter at least. I really just want to. I want to fight Looper as an organization, and I. It, all, I'll you, set this up. You know, they I'll sites, get on the phone with Looper, and we'll uh, we'll arrange something. I'll call up Logan Paul. He knows how to do these fights, right? He's a professional <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. boxer now. I'll, I want to box Looper. The website. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. We'll get you in there. We'll get you in that <laughs> octagon. Don't you worry. We're gonna get in the ring, and it's gonna be. Uh, What's his name? What's the guy's name? He's in Looper, the movie Looper. George Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm gonna get in the ring. And it's just gonna be just, yeah, I could think of JGL. I couldn't think of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Levitt. It's like, oh no, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but he's wearing his uh, his costume from Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, so he's in like a striped shirt and has long hair. Oh, yeah. like, okay, I don't. Know. What are we doing? <laughs> Which multiverse is this? Where I'm fighting the the kid from Third Rock. Man, all right. Yeah. Well, I think we can wrap it up. Yeah, I think we've covered. I will everything. say, I think we really did. <laughs> it was a good one. I liked it. You know, I liked it. And we appreciate you. You can find us wherever you find your podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Opinion havers, rate us, whatever. Review us, whatever. We're posting memes, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Opinion Havers. I'm way behind. Don't ask me about it. But do add us with the movies you want us to review. Let us know. We'll do. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. He's a crocodile. You ever listen to... Oh, what? He's a crocodile. He's a crocodile. He's a hat. Does he have a hat? He's green. Sounds like Loki if I've ever... Exactly. Ever heard of it? He's in the multiverse.